Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Never gonna be the same. Hey, good morning. It is Friday. We made it, guys. How do we do it? I don't know. I don't know. You know, just by attrition. You know, we just wait out a day, yeah. the next day starts. Well, yesterday, uh, <laughs> I said to Rob, have a good weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> so, did, Rob, did you break the news to her? Did you let her walk out and enjoy that? Oh, I asked her to repeat that t- today. Yeah, yeah. Like, please come back. And There's a great episode of The Office where, where uh, Dwight, played by Rain Wilson, uh, says something offhand at one point, and then Jim, played by John Krasinski, realizes Dwight thinks today is Friday when, in fact, it's Thursday. So <laughs> Jim goes over, and he starts talking to Pam, played by Jenna Fisher, and he's like, listen, Dwight thinks that it's uh, Friday, and we need to keep this up. So they started creating conversations around <laughs> it being Friday simply because Dwight, such a rule follower, a pencil pusher dweeb, would just feel so crestfallen if ever he showed up late for work. So sure enough, cut to the next day. It's Friday. Everybody's at work. Where's Dwight? Where's Dwight? And then he comes in like a bat out of hell. <laughs> could have been you, Donna. Could have been, been you. Me. I almost slept in a little bit. And then I was like, Ugh. wait, no, one more. One more day. I almost mean, listen, it feels like a repeat every single day lately, right? Yeah. What's, what's the more apropos movie? Uh, uh, Contagion or Groundhog Day? Yeah. A little bit of both. Or if you live my life, it's the sixth sense. So let me tell you something that I get to experience that you don't experience and count your blessings. In the middle of the night, sometimes you'll hear your children call, Dad, Dad, Dad. And you go over and you check on them. Other times, your kids will come to you. So last night, middle of the night, there were some storms. I think it maybe woke somebody up. And then uh, my daughter comes over, and I just I hear feel like a tap on my shoulder, and Dad, I can't sleep. So I'm like, okay, here, why don't you just here's a pillow, just lay down right here. So she's laying down on the ground beside us, okay. And then I don't know how much longer later, but I sense something. I have fallen asleep. It is dark out. I sense something, and I open my eyes, and oh my gosh. My daughter is just standing there, still armed beside me. No. Now, she had just stood up because I think she was going to try to maneuver her way into the bed because she couldn't (laughs) fall back asleep, and she was probably uncomfortable on the ground. Which daughter? This is Addie. Okay. The tall one. So The tall one. So that's a lot of real (laughs) estate in the bed. So then I'm like, here, just, just come up here. Just lay right there. But there was, it was like, it takes you a minute to come down from you could have a child right beside you and then you just hear dad and then you're like oh my god okay okay you're mine all right i won't i won't accidentally hit you i mean self-defense fight or flight yeah yeah flailing arms yeah oh man sheesh it's like the ring oh i don't ew like children you know how i feel i know how you feel they're conduits to the afterworld they're not but i know how you feel they are 
And so if I woke up and saw a child at the foot of my bed, at the head of my bed. Well, in your house in particular, where there are no kids currently, you'd have reason to panic. But even if you knew you were babysitting or something like that, it would freak you out, wouldn't it? Yes, seeing a child just standing there. Because then I don't know, are they sleepwalking, which freaks me out even more. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, are you listening to me? Are you aware that I'm yeah. here and I'm talking? Are you aware of you? As I saw it, her arms were limp by her side, which made it even more ring-ish. Ew. You know what I mean? Yeah, me no likey. Me those- no likey. Did you hear the storms, though, early yeah. this morning? Yeah, these morning yes. storms. What a thing. Oh, Although, oh, here's the positive. He may have woken you up a little bit earlier. The positive is sometimes you get a storm like that, especially right at the tail end of a heat wave. It felt like we're living in someone's armpit for the last two weeks. Right. And this storm was the au revoir, Rob. Uh, the, the kiss goodbye <laughs> well done. to the heat wave. Because now, buckle your chin straps. We're getting up to 80 yeah, today. Yeah, what do you yeah, want? Yeah, what, yeah. So mid-70s don't appease you tomorrow? How about Sunday? Because you're going to get them both days. I think that was our last hot day yesterday. Now, yes. I said no, that to Jonathan Newhouse. It's going to be 80 again today. No, 80's fine, though. 80, <laughs> because the humidity has been cut. Okay. Okay. And uh, and I I was just outside. It's cool air. It's still there's a little bit of humidity, but it's not like yesterday. And then 75, 76, 69 on Monday, 71, 78, 71, 71, 78, 75. Wait, right, you don't right, like right, that? Right, 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 right. Now I went into the newsroom yesterday, and uh, oh, did you watch me down? I was on TV yesterday. No, I missed you. Oh, oh no! Shoot, you should have given me a heads I up. I was on 45 TV. 45, it was about 12:45. 45 TV. And I said to Jonathan Uhas, "Hey, Uhas." I said I started talking about the weather on the radio today, having consulted no meteorologists. I said this was the last hot day we will experience. He did not seem to agree with me. He thinks that uh, September is often ripe for popping a 90. You can just get a 90 out of nowhere in September. So there might be one, but he said the glory is if you get 90 in September, it's 50 the next day. Ba-da-boom, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. I have a show I'd like to tell you to watch. (laughs) <laughs> Last night I watched uh, a special called The Minnesota Fair. The Minnesota Fair. The Minnesota Fair. Um, it was on KSTP on Channel 5. Okay. Channel 5. And it was hosted that's, by... That's not a thing. Uh, a reporter that I love. Joe Mazin, a longtime reporter uh, for Five Eyewitness News. He is just... He's a storyteller. He's just... I just love any story he tells I want to listen to. It was a 30-minute special that uh, aired last night at 6.30. He's there on the barren fairgrounds. There's emptiness behind him. So there's sort of this like this pandemic-y feeling to the fairgrounds. And then we're throwing it back to all these lovely stories, why we love the fair so much. So if you're missing the fair, I will tell you this. Um, I asked our head of programming, is this going to re-air? It is going to re-air, and it will re-air. Set your DVR now. Uh, Labor Day, Monday at 6.30 PM. It's called the Minnesota Fair. It's a 30-minute special, and it will give you all the feels that you want to have about the state fair. How so? Because it takes you back. Instead of it just being like, we're live at the food parade, 
It's we're like the emptiness. Joe Mason walking down an empty bridge that normally would be shoulder to shoulder with people, and then they have like this cool image where at the end it slides from him being alone there to it being filled with oh, people. Neat. Okay, it's really cool. But Fun. then they do throwbacks. They check in with Sweet Martha. Uh, you get to see inside of the swine barn and the story behind the world's biggest boar. Ooh. I mean, just all sorts of fun throwback okay. things that will give you good good feels. Okay, sounds good. By the way, um, your suggestion for a Facebook question was so bad. No. That no, no, no. Did it, was it overturned? Millennial Hannah said, let's skip it today. <laughs> what the heck? My question would have been great. Dang it. Hannah, because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Here's what we do. So every day we come up with a Facebook question, and you guys, you always jump in, and you give us your responses, and it's great. And here's what people do with Facebook questions. I am convinced of this. Are you listening to me? Not really. They overthink it. And I only say this from the world of when we used to do this over at, at Twin Cities Live, and now we're doing it again. The simpler the question, the more responses you get. My question would have been... <laughs> I can't believe we skipped it. My question would have been, what are you doing this weekend? And I guarantee you, we would have had 150 responses. You know why? Because it relates to every single person. Whereas if you say, what movie are you going to watch? You try you overthink it, and it doesn't hit. It this would have been okay, I banana have a, I have successful. A, I have a couple of things to say. You could put, that. I'm telling you, you could put First a question all, right now. What are you eating for dinner tonight? 200 responses. All right, it's not about the responses. It's about the quality. Mm-mm. Because other it's people about the engagement. No, here, here. Other oh, people don't care what Debbie in Burnsville is doing this weekend. So when you talk about it, other people don't care what Debbie and Bur- who Debbie in Burnsville wants to play her in a movie. But we do that question. We overthink Facebook questions, and that's my platform. And I would okay. welcome your vote in twenty twenty. Here's my other thing. What. What is anybody doing ever? There's a pandemic. No, that's not no, like, it's oh, not April anymore. I'm going bowling. It's not April anymore. People are out. They are doing things. It's not the same, but people are doing things. Then you get to hear their creativity as to how they're still making their weekend work instead of every day feeling like Groundhog Day. I know you're gonna further your imprint on your sofa this weekend. You're working on that. How dare you? Feel free to email me, spatterson at kstp.com. What are you doing this weekend? (laughs) What do you care what anybody's doing this weekend? I just wanted to check the box that is the Facebook question because Millennial Uh, Hannah. Steve. You just want to check a box. Steve. That question would have gotten us 150 responses. Garen damn well, if only we had more time to discuss this. <laughs> we don't. I have a fascinating fact about flights. Huh. You get in a plane, you go somewhere. Do you think it takes more or less time to get from, let's say, New York to Houston than it did back in the 70s? The startling fact that will make you depressed about our forward movement as a human race. When we return on Don and Steve. <laughs> Here on my talk. Good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. Hey, Steve, I have a great idea for a Facebook question. Yeah, what is it? It'll get us thousands and thousands of responses. Oh, this is great. What color is your hair? <laughs> Open up the mailbag. Mail time, mail time, mail time. Jareen. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Make it official. Jareen, thank you for the uh, email. She writes, 
What doing this weekend? I already like your style. You're in a hurry. You want to get out there. Great question. Hiking the Superior Hiking Trail. We're going to hike 10 miles in camp on trail and then hike out eight miles to Temperance, which would get you, I think, some sort of a killer view. Jereen goes by Becky in her emails. Uh, Becky Jereen, thank you. Wait, we got another one. Excuse me. Okay. This is from Diane. Mm -hmm. My weekend. We're celebrating my granddaughter's second birthday. Oh, that's so sweet, Diane. Diane continues, thanks for asking. (laughs) What we could have had, had Millennial Hannah not been so presumably moody today, like millennials get when it storms in the morning, we would have had people saying, I'm doing this. I'm do- Oh, I didn't even know that was open again. Oh, you can do that. It would have been, and I don't want to overstate it, the best thing we've done for the Twin Cities so far this week. But, you know, let's skip it. Let's skip it. I mean, okay, Hannah sent, you know, she sent an email and said, did you guys send a question? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I sent it with an explanation. Did you see my explanation? No, I didn't. I, I, I sent, did I send it? You didn't because she was asking where it was. And I said, oh, Steve has one. Wait for it. (laughs) I sent it. I was leading the witness. Yes, you were. Uh I I sent it. Oh, dang it. I didn't send it because I said, I said, hear me out. I know this sounds mundane, but I think that it will get a lot of responses. And evidently that I did not hit send on that. It would have been great. It would have been great. Hannah, it's not too late. The people want a platform to share their weekend plans that will inspire, educate, and inform the rest of us as to what is open because Donna is stuck in a time warp. She thinks it's (laughs) April and everyone is just shuttered inside of their homes. Here's something depressing about airlines. <laughs> you didn't know me. Flights today, this can't be real, take longer than they used to. So, for instance, a flight from New York to Houston is almost four hours now. It was back in 1973, two and a half hours. What? Part of the reason is because airlines now fly slower to save on fuel costs. Hmm. What's up with that? Can you say that one more time so my brain can absorb that? Something about Donna, fuel. you have visitors today. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> it's Rob and Steve. I don't want to see anybody. <laughs> hey, Donna. I brought you the cinnamon applesauce. You like it. No, I just got my tooth pulled. You haven't had teeth in years. <laughs> Flights today take longer than they used to. So back in 1973, a flight from New York to Houston would have taken that. just two and a half hours. You didn't have to repeat the hours. whole thing. I just want the fuel part. 
Oh, I don't know with you. Very often, I'll, I mean, you're the one who once saw Frozen 2 and then took 10 minutes to unpack the plot that wasn't so thick. I never know what's getting through and what's not. <laughs> they fly slower to save on fuel costs. You oh, know, they're going okay, driving done. 55. That's all you had to say. Uh, well, I don't say. know. You didn't say repeat the part about the fuel. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <clears throat> I turned my mic down like a pro. You didn't, but okay. Okay. The female shrewish, hmm, short-tailed opossum has the the most nipples of any animal. Get this. A female shrewish short-tailed opossum can have up to 27 nipples on a body that's only five inches long that's a little over five nipples per inch but the nips are probably teeny teeny baby little tiny things well don't talk about them like they're cute they're probably just like little dots you don't think there's a no there's got to be a part coming off of them something that you could feel if you were just doing like a the back of your palm test like is there any raised skin here for it to qualify as a nipple that's a lot of deep thought speaking of which I in that that uh, that Minnesota Fair special that I watched last night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of nipples because of the pigs. Okay. Or they I said teat different than a nipple. They I have, don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fun. Two thirds, sixty-six percent of people on planet Earth have never in person seen snow. Aw, sixty-six. Sixty-six. Wow. Wow, that's a fun fact. I like that one. McDonald's feeds 68 million people per day, which comes out to just under 1% of the world's population. Ooh. Curdle. Oh, jeez. Did Hannah put the question up yet? No. She doesn't like it. Yes, She's being passive-aggressive. No, she, no. In case you're just joining us, Steve came up with a Facebook question. Which would have been awesome. <laughs> which was. What are your weekend plans? What are you I'm doing telling this you. weekend? And Hannah was like, what let's just skip. Week? She goes, let's <laughs> just skip it today. I mean, what does he have to do that for? Come on. Because well, you're in the mix. <laughs> put it up, Hannah. Have some courage. <laughs> See, does she put it up? Still no. I mean. She's not going to put it up, Steve. I'm going to text her and ask her to put the question up. Okay. In the meantime, Rob playing the bass. (laughs) (laughs) Rob senses it getting too tense, and he's like, "Wow." (laughs) (laughs) We're just messing around. Uh, We'll be right back, though. Hey, uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. Saying some things about Ellen DeGeneres and the controversy surrounding her and her persona on camera, off camera, and reveals the one reason she would never go on her show. That's next. Hey, man. What? Welcome You're back. Here? I know, I know, I know. How you doing, everybody? You colored your hair. Stop it. I did, actually. What yes- would you look like as a yesterday. I colored my hair yesterday. Um, The same. With when a- you... No, no. I would look very much What color do you think your hair is? Can't say for sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's brown. It's brown. No, it's not. It's It's definitely not. It's blonde. 
Okay. I mean, wait, wait, wait. What what color hair do you think grows out of your head? Is your hair? Do you dye your? Do you color your hair due to it being showing some gray? Nope. Okay, so you have blonde hair, Donna. Do you not know that this is? I've dealt with this with Elizabeth Reese. She I mean, doesn't know the color of her hair. I have many colors in my hair, actually. No, but the, you, my natural. Why? What? What? It's it's brown. It's probably no. dark brown. No, oh no, it's not. It's the color that's underneath. Why do you what? care? This was going to be our Facebook question today. What color is your hair? <laughs> See, <laughs> listen how uh, interested I am. You have. You think you have. You're not the first woman that I have come across who I am looking at her hair and I say, this person has blonde hair, and then that person tells me that they have brown hair. Rob! (laughs) You look like you have blonde streaks in brownish hair. There you go. Steve, are are you satisfied? No, not even close. Women color their hair and when you ask them what your their natural color is and they say brown it doesn't mean that's what you're going to see when you're looking at them why are you being weird so you mean so if you didn't color your hair your hair would grow in brown yes really (laughs) yes not blonde correct do you get highlights why are we having this conversation How did we get onto hair? I have a great, because you said, oh, when did you get here? Yeah. You you dyed your hair. Hey, I have a great idea for a Facebook question. And it will get probably 100,000 responses. Okay. Yes. I love this. Yes. What's your name? (laughs) (laughs) You know, one of my favorite questions to ask is we talk about the, the unfair and the state fair and simple questions. When, um... Uh, Marjorie Johnson, the Blue Ribbon Baker, who we love on Twin Oh, City's she's Live. darling. We presented her last year at the State Fair with a giant, a world record. In fact, we've submitted it to Guinness, and we're waiting on, on the word, official word back. Oh, neat. A, the world's biggest blue ribbon. It was huge. Oh, it was like 30 feet long. So sweet. But anytime Marjorie would come on, a couple things about her. She's always, she's turning 101, uh, just turned 101 this month. She's always very touchy. So she's always gripping you and putting her head on your shoulder. And she's just this sweet little pea. And she's just very physically uh, communicative. But you could also ask her, as I would, well, what are you making for dinner tonight? And then it would send Marjorie Johnson into a two-minute, like, fully colored picture of what her dinner plans were. And it just brought out the perfectly zany in her. I have an update. Okay. Are we going to the mailbag? No, no, no. We don't need to. Okay. I sent a text message to Millennial <laughs> Hannah. Well, I sent six. And they said, come on, triple exclamation point, put up the FBQ. We've turned it into a bit. I think it's going to get traction. Donna doesn't. And then I sent her a well, gift of Regis saying, girlfriend, please. <laughs> and then she just wrote with no, uh, with no punctuation, okay, it's up. There you so, go. Ladies and gentlemen, Be happy, yeah. our Facebook Whee! question today is, what are you doing this weekend? Now, there will be Team Donna members out there who are like, I'm not going to answer that question. Donna's right. <laughs> so it's already skewed, right? We cannot trust these election results. We The polls are off already. I sense Facebook voter fraud. <laughs> okay. Timely. Hanging chads. All <laughs> Hanging of it. <laughs> what a journey. Uh, let me tell you about Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell, talking a little bit about Ellen, uh, also saying the one reason why she would never go on Ellen's show. 
which is really sort of intriguing. But Rosie, who has had her own talk show, of course, and I think the audience has dealt with a little bit of Rosie, cutie patootie on the Rosie O'Donnell show, mm-hmm. and then maybe some other sides of Rosie that they're like, oh, wait, for sure. which, which Rosie is Rosie? She said during a recent podcast um, that, quote, you can't fake your essence. That's why I have compassion for Ellen, right? Mm-hmm. I have compassion, even though, you know, I hear the stories and I understand. I think she has some social awkwardness, okay. is what Rosie O'Donnell says okay. about Ellen. She's known you, her a long time. What do you make of that? Um, that can be a contributing factor into the don't look at her thing, Oh, right? No sure. eye contact. That's other people's perception of things that might make Ellen nervous. Sure. I think. I don't know for sure. We'll hear from her soon. September 14th is when uh, yep. I think her new season So we got a couple of weeks okay. to wait. I mean, I... I I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think any of us are really going to know until she actually talks about it. And will she just do six minutes at the beginning when she comes out and tells jokes? I bet not. I bet Or will she'll, she do the show? I bet she'll be sitting on her couch and she'll talk about it. And she'll talk about, she'll probably apologize for hurting people or making people feel badly. She'll probably explain why what the misconception was hmm. i think she'll be okay i do but we gotta... want, do you think that she'll talk about i think it's important that she would that she talks about the the on-air persona versus the off-air as opposed to just there there are other allegations of misconduct uh, I think they had an EP step down or right. was asked to step down. I wonder if she will be talking about both because there are two layers to the yes, to the Ellen story. That's true. And will she address both of those? I, I, I wonder. Uh, pardon the interruption. PTI. Got to go to the phones. Oh, who do we? Tell me it's Millennial Hannah. It's Carol. 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 Hi, Carol. Hi. How are you? I'm very good. Say, I was listening to your question. Oh, from probably a half hour ago about what did you have for dinner last night? And I have got to tell you the story. (laughs) Oh, please do. I'm all ears, baby. Oh, Carol, you're my dream. awesome. I was taking an MTC bus, the same one, for about a year. I had to be at work at 6 in the morning, so I was taking a 5 o'clock bus. There was a young man, probably somewhere on the autism spectrum scale, lived in a group home near the bus line. He would get on the bus every morning. What did you have for dinner? What did you have for dinner? And everybody told him what they had for dinner. So (laughs) it got to be just a thing. And it brought life to the bus conversation. Not only that, but when he wasn't on the bus, the bus driver would ask us, he would announce it to the rest of the bus on his little oh oh, that's so fun that's sweet it was like we missed this guy when he wasn't on the bus it was like oh no who's gonna find out what we all had for dinner (laughs) yes it lasted for an entire year before people started you know going in different directions and riding the bus anymore and then that darn bus People started singing. They would get a song, and the whole bus would start singing. It was like, oh, oh my gosh, that is such a beautiful story in a world where we all just don't look at one another when we're, you know, riding public transportation. Right. right. You don't make conversation with the people. That that's a really sweet it is story, one of Carol. The best memories of my life riding that wow. MTC bus. 
Aww. How about that? It's yeah. the it's the little simple things in life that connect us. Yep. I'm sure sorry is. I blew up, guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. Thank you. Bye, Carol. Bye. 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 All right, Steve. Hmm. You win. <laughs> I'm coming to your side. Twelve minutes ago, we already have fifteen comments. All right. Uh, why did she put, Steve wants to know what you're doing this weekend? <laughs> Couldn't she have just said, what are you doing this weekend? I mean, now. Okay. Oh, man. You are a national treasure. <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> the reason that Rosie says she would never uh, go on Ellen. Have you seen this? Any guesses? I did see it, so I so can't So she guess. says that the reason she would not do it. Is she said, "quote You know how Ellen surprises everyone? She tries to do those scares. Yeah, like jumps out of the the, the table. table. Yeah, yeah. She says, "I've never done that show because I'm terrified. She's going to scream, scare me, and give me a heart attack. And can I just tell you, I am so with Rosie on this. I always get nervous, even though I used to scare you a lot, Donna. I knew that your heart was in good shape. Thank you. I I get worried about like when people do surprise parties for older folks." Like, what if you kill them? What right. If they, what if the 80-year-old turns the corner well, and then they die? I get it. And Rosie has already had a heart attack. Oh. So that's probably part of it. God, I want to see Rosie in something again. She was so good in Smilf. So good. Oh. like I when, loved her her talk show. I loved I it. I loved her magazine. I loved her in A League of Their Own. I loved her in that movie as well. Not the Flintstones so much, but... Oh, I thought she was a good Betty Rubble. No, she was. You're right. She was very likable on The View. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Hey, good news for the uh, television world. NBC is officially making plans for a fall return of scripted sitcoms. Scripted dramas, including This Is Us. Yes. New episodes. I don't know if production has already begun or they're planning to in the coming weeks, but new episodes for This Is Us uh, coming as early as November in what they're going to be calling a November to Remember. Oh, that's awesome. And some other new shows um, like The Voice. And then uh, there's a uh, another series called, a social distance series called Connecting in the Return of Superstore. Those are all happening in October, I was sort of surprised to see this on the Hollywood Reporter this morning, just because me too. I saw I hadn't it heard too. anything. I know the um, people love that Zoe's extraordinary playlist. Oh yeah. So I, I guess that's coming back. Brooklyn oh. Nine Nine, Good Girls, New Amsterdam. Now some of those they're going to push to later twenty one. Oh okay, okay. Um, and then others like I, I see. think yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think that's going to be a January. That's not all that dissimilar from how they might normally do it because some of these shows just do like This Is Us always did thirteen episodes, not a twenty six episode right. order. So, uh, but it's just cool to see that there will be actual new television on Yay. network television starting uh, in October. Very cool. Uh, coming up here on this show at 11.30, Drunk Donna, Stoner Steve, oh boy. who knows what Rocco put together today. This week, you could have just played some of the stuff back at full speed, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we had a particularly <laughs> stupid week. We really did. We did. You're right. Oh, speaking of stupid, mm-hmm. wait until you get a load of what I saw and this woman saw. Okay, so we have our segment, If You See Something, Say Something, coming up. A woman thinks she finds something in her package of meat. And there are pictures. And oh, you no. can check them out on the Donna and Steve. Steve. Give me something to smoke this week. Show links page. Maybe. Maybe, mm-hmm. Steve. You'll have okay. to stay tuned. It's coming up next on My Talk 1071. 
Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Thank you for asking what I had for dinner yesterday. What did you have for dinner last night, Donna? I made some stovetop stuffing. We had talked about this on the show I know, a couple weeks ago. And that inspired me to go buy some. I love it. You're just the right amount of impressionable. I am. How it's was true. It? it was good. Oh, it's I saved so some. I'm gonna have some for lunch. Oh I wow. I don't think I've had it since I was a kid. <gasps> so fun. Did it bring back any nostalgia for you? Oh, sure. Of Thanksgiving's past. Oh, no, yeah. we never had that at Thanksgiving. We all just split one Slim Jim and said, all right, let's go back to the boardwalk. <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> You're funny, Steve. You're a funny guy. Okay, I have this story of a woman who saw something and decided to say something, okay? So there's a woman in Ohio. And on Monday night, Lamia Singfield... She's from Akron, by the way. She bought a package of smoked turkey tails. I thought it was pork, but it's turkey tails. Okay. I don't know what that is. Don't ask me follow-up questions. Okay. She bought them from the grocery store. She starts cooking them. And then she notices that one of them just didn't look right. It kind of looked like a human body part. If you get the gist. A, A male. A male tail. Yes. In the front. Okay. <laughs> you go to the doctor. All right, sir, now I'm going to have to check your front mail tail. <laughs> Remember oh, the gosh. little kid who said, Daddy has a tail? <laughs> she walked in on him when he was in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mercy. Good Lord. Uh, oh, you can tell it's Friday. So wait, so this woman is claiming. She was afraid that it was a, a male's body part. We have a clip of the woman talking about it. Somebody's body part is in my beans. Hey, y'all, this is serious. Like, the medical examiners and everybody's on their way to my house. So I called the police, and they came out, and this is the first they ever had in Akron, Ohio. They don't know what to do. They about to send the medical examiners and the coroner out to my house because it is for real, and I'm not joking. It is somebody's private parts. No, wait, 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 Look wait, at the wait, picture. Wait. I posted this for everybody. Well, I didn't post the picture, but I posted the link. So. Wait, wait, wait. Does she think it's some person's? She or thinks a, or it, it belongs ter- to a human. Who She's grew up a- where? Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I've been around some locker rooms in some community shower situations. If you would ever encounter this, you... You don't don't walk, run, run away. The opposite of a bear. <laughs> well, no, hey, you bear. have to keep in mind that she already cooked it. That's why it looks like that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh-uh. so <laughs> it almost looks like jerky-ish. So check the other angle. Yeah, she may have overcooked it. I it saw looks, both angles now. It looks kind of like bacon-ish. You know, I have I to mean, tell you. You know, you got to err on the side of caution, I guess. Yeah, okay. This is this this is impossible. <laughs> what Jason do you mean? Derulo. 
I just, it's got to be. <laughs> it's impossible, Donna. We need to listen. Jason. I, I, I once uh, smoked a uh, uh, kielbasa. Okay. Okay. And I accidentally oversmoked it. And so not only did it split, but then like it, like it went from a U shape and then <laughs> pow, went into an I. Okay. And it very much looked phallic. I will tell right. you that. Okay. And so my point is, I just think that it could look, sometimes things can look phallic, especially after they've been, this looks like it's been eaten intentionally. This feels like you gave this hunk of meat to a, a 13-year-old boy, and he was like, watch what I do. <laughs> and then he ate it into this form. She says, okay, so they took the mystery meat to the medical examiner's office for testing. The lab determined the meat was pork, okay? Mm. Somehow, a pork tail with a bone inside it had wound up in her package of turkey tails. Oh, boy. It was just a coincidence that it looked like a hoo-ha. Mm-hmm. And she says she's hired an attorney to handle the situation because even though it wasn't human remains, it was mislabeled food. That's true. I mean, what if you don't eat pork for religious reasons oh, or something? I okay, but let's let's do the opposite of the benefit of the doubt. In this okay, situation and then we have to go to the phones and say just chill out. Yeah, chill Drop out. Drop the lawyer. Let's leave the lawyer to do other lawyer things right, instead of. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Should we go to Susan's call? I don't. Sue me, Susan! Hi, Susan. (laughs) I would love to sue you, Steve. (laughs) Um, So your story about the boy saying uh, daddy has a tail reminded me of our, he must have been about three. We were at a parade. He had to go to the bathroom. He was potty training. My husband (laughs) ran him a block to a porta potty, which was right on the corner on the parade route. Lots of people around. So they went in and my son did his thing. And then my husband went ahead and did his thing, and my son said really loudly, wow, it's a really big one. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is relative, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but my husband, of course, told that story to everyone. Oh, of course, yeah. In the shop the next day. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing I like love. a young son to uh, falsely inflate his father's ego. Right. <laughs> How do you even stand up? He, he Dad, should have what? said, that's what she said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, Donna. <laughs> Sorry, Susan. That's Susan, that's Thank awesome. You Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, take care. Bye. Oh, man. Oh, geez, Louise. Oh, what a journey, huh, Steve? It's been an emotional roller coaster. It really has. This whole week has been. Uh, by the way, comments are pouring in our Facebook question okay. today. What are you doing this weekend? What are you doing this weekend? All right, you win. You win, Steve. Whatever. You know, and everyone who's emailing me privately is saying, like, thank you for asking, Steve. I know Donna doesn't care. I do. You've come across like a heartless, (laughs) mouth-breathing troll today. Oh, well, what do you do? Uh, Hey, when we come back, we've got some music news. Elton John is being a crabby old man. I'll tell you why. And Chris Stapleton has a new song, and it's so good. We're going to listen to it. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. 
Baker's, fresh for everyone.